Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood, tips and tricks, products we love and brands that we can't live without. Let's get into it. Look at us in our winter knits. <laughs> I know, I can't believe it. It's proper winter now, isn't it? It's just freezing, freezing. Rubbish. And things are pretty rubbish <laughs> at home at the moment. Yeah, I had a meltdown last week. I've had one this week. Yeah. It's I- it's been tough. I think three is actually the most difficult age um, so far for me. It is because they're nearly they're nearly there in terms of their development. I mean, obviously, they've got years and years and years to go, but their level of understanding is kind of there, but not quite. So yeah. this frustration and the tantrums are still coming. And when they come, they are humongous. They are. Combine exactly. that with the early wake up calls between five and six every single morning, and you've got like a, a disaster waiting to happen. It's been really intense. It is. I've, I've found this really, really difficult too. Um, the fact that I don't know if Axel's a toddler anymore or is he a boy? Like, yeah. I'm finding, I think he's trying to find his feet there yeah. as well. Um, so I think today's chat is going to be great for lots of people. Yes. Um, we love these two, don't we? <laughs> we, do. we work with them personally. They both yeah. taught Luna how to, uh, well, pot- they potty trained her, basically. They came round to the house and sorted uh, and sorted her out in a, in a brilliant way. They are two thoroughly lovely people. They've set up an amazing company. They're now parenting coaches <laughs> they are that sounds very professional today it? we're chatting to expect the best let's get on with it so um i feel like today's podcast might be one of the most educational and informative podcasts that we've had because it is a subject that is bubbling up 
inside me currently and me and Georgia yeah I Uh, mean you can get the sleep right the weaning right and all that but essentially what you want is your kids to grow up to be nice people indeed and to to behave in supermarkets (laughs) and in shops and stuff Uh, sitting opposite us today we have um, a pair of uh, well parenting coaches who have a combined 20 years of childcare experiences they've both been nannies for 10 years each Um, they set up expect the best a year ago because they'd had enough of all the uh, other stuff that was out there and they decided (laughs) that they needed their voices to join forces they are chris and rose and we are over the moon to have them with us today how are you doing guys we're good i quite like that intro actually we sound it it. makes really good i think i think you're right we just wanted to kind of cut through the overload of information out there for parents and just try and dissect it down and give them the truth and stuff that actually works and we we know that because we've been doing it for so long together separately so we just wanted to home in and share it with all of you so just tell us exactly who you are and what you do not in a Scylla Black blind date type (laughs) style but just what is expect the best Uh, you go for it okay expect the best um so we are a consultancy firm basically parents come to us and we help them with any problems that they might be having um anything from preparing for a new baby behavior stuff potty training sleep um we've we've done it all really haven't we yeah we we have we we kind of we do we tailor everything to the parents and the families because no one family is the same so we want to make sure that when people come to us that we can um help them in the best way possible and that is making sure that it works for them personally because everybody's family works so completely different that I think lots of the information out there is you know it works like this and you must do it like this but we all have busy lives like you guys know being parents as well yeah. like you, you you know your friends and your lives aren't the same so you need advice that's different and also no child is the same <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think that's quite an important message, isn't there? We're talking about behaviour today. So I think the thing that Georgia and I are kind of both struggling with is that there isn't a formula that fits one child. So it would be so easy if you could just read a book and be like, oh, well, that's how to get my child to stop having a tantrum. Yeah, count one, two, three, or sit on the naughty step. But they don't tell you that some kids actually like the naughty step. (laughs) Or like my child, when I start counting, he just starts counting with me. And I'm like, okay, cool. That's not working then. (laughs) At least you know it (laughs) count (laughs) but you guys do feel that you have a bit of a formula so let's get into that really testing age of twos and threes what is happening in a child's development at that stage I think the main thing that's happening and what we always tell parents when they come to us with sort of a two-year-old three-year-old mainly like a two-year-old that is the time when they're really starting to want to be independent they're starting to really know who they are as a person kind of starting to really understand that their actions have consequences and their what they're doing they can have an impact on things and so that's often what happens when the behavior starts to show and, we, and it can be quite surprising because it's like well up until that point you know you've been doing everything for them and then suddenly they're like I want to do it mm. and that's I think where a lot of the frustration can start and that's where yeah, um, they basically want control and we control everything for them. You think about, I mean, literally, we control the time we change their nappies to the time that they get up, to what they eat, to what they're doing, because, you know, they're fitting into our lives, which rightly, you know, they should. But we need to be able to give them some control back. So that's when we start to get this unwanted behaviour, as we say. <laughs> so you talk about giving them some control back. Mm. So how, how does that look? Like, so do I say to Axel, what do you want for dinner? 
and then he then he, yeah. then he has control over it. A duck a la rouge, please, <laughs> mummy. No, at the moment, it'll probably be chocolate toast. Um, but I think know. I think that it's not necessarily what we want is we want to give them control or make them think that they've got control, but actually we've got the control. So it can be really overwhelming if we say something like, "What do you want for dinner?" But instead, we'd say like, "Give them two options about," but they have to be two options that you'd be really happy. You don't mind which one it is. Don't give right. one that you're a bit like, oh, please don't choose that one. Because it's got to be like, whatever you choose, I'm happy to go for it and let's go. And two options is such a manageable number for that age. Um, yeah, because too many options will overwhelm them. And then you get to, you know, the unwanted behavior quickly again, or they start, you know, acting up in a way that you just don't want them to. And then it causes you to get upset, them to get upset. So, you know, for food, it could be like, do you want, you know, I mean, let's go for favorite, you want sausages or pesto pasta. You don't mind which one they have. Right. And so you put them out. And it's the same with clothes. You know, we choose what they wear all the time. Yeah. I mean, I know, you know, from meeting Luna, she loves to choose her own outfits <laughs> and dress up so it's like actually just laying out two things you can wear this or this and actually you really don't care which one it is because you've already made the decision mm. but you're just letting them have some power over what they're wearing what they're eating kind yeah. of thing yeah Luna always has to choose her own outfit but even if I do do that laying out thing she will then just put like a random crown on that she's made <laughs> or like a tiara or sometimes it's um um tinkerbell she'll actually just then put a tinkerbell outfit on top of the outfit so i've just learned to let at first i i tried to put her into this like oh my when we go out everyone has to look at her little outfit and go oh doesn't she look great i was like what's wrong with me why do i want that for my daughter i just want her to be creative and happy yeah and over the last year i've just gone do you know what you can wear whatever you want and she does yeah, she's perfect. so much happier now I've stopped trying to ram her in stuff that I want her to wear and yeah. that's a massive deal to like get to that point where you're like okay and that's what you know talking about like we're going to talk about managing expectations but that's a really great one it's like okay I could battle this but actually does it really matter what she wears yeah, yeah. Exactly. okay fine there are some times like when they need to wear a coat for example because it's raining outside and that's kind of dealing with that in a different way but the fact if, if she wants to wear a Tinkerbell dress over the top I mean who can blame us so let's talk about the battles <laughs> Chris has yeah good. <laughs> every day every day <laughs> let's talk about the battles that you can give in on and let's talk about the battles let's take the coat for example so you're heading out you've got a, you've got a baby as well you've got a toddler you're trying mm. to get your toddler into that coat and they don't want to wear it so I've don't know if you've done this Georgia but yeah. I've had to pin Luna down while she physically kicks and I'm not proud of this kicks and screams and force her into a coat. Now I'm like, I'm the sort of person who'll go, okay, don't wear one, and then freeze. And yeah, then, then I think, but then you'll learn. But then you, which is great, and I think that's fine, but if you're going out and it's raining or snowing, you can't do that. Yeah. It's not an option. So what is the best way to handle that in that moment? So in those sorts of instances, we would have you know building up to something like that you'd have some sort of like positive reinforcement in place that has been going on for ages so we talk a lot about and we give lots of families this tool called a wow board so a wow board is you just make a sign pop it up at home with a photo of everybody that lives in the house you can put the dog the cat whatever you want on there and any time especially at two you celebrate everything a child does something that's amazing literally goes and picks her own shoes up you put it on the wow board and you're like that's a wow moment everyone does a wow dance and it's like yay and it's like find what's mummy done today oh mummy hasn't opened the wine until six yay <laughs> you know like make it a big thing and what you're starting to build up is this positive reinforcement that gets them to do 
what you want them to do. So when it comes to the coat, be like, do you remember those lovely wows you got? This is a wow moment. How quickly can you get that coat on? They'll do it because they want to impress you. Right. And so it's it's about like building this up and it's worked a lot and it's all about just positive and nothing negative, which is what we want to try and achieve. And I think just touching on, on you know, just expanding on the wow board, the really important thing about the wow board is that nothing can be taken away from it. So it's not like say you do a marble jar and then they can have a marble taken away for doing something you know that you are an unwanted behavior a wow board is just so they may not they may do i don't know 10 in your eyes terrible things that day but that they've also done five amazing things and those are always there for you to see and for them to see and for okay. those to be celebrated so what do we do how do we put it on the board am i being silly no no just no put just, it, like so a like, sticky note yeah so like you oh, do sticky okay. notes um you can uh, pop it on your fridge um you know you can get a big piece of paper and divide it into four and then have like pictures of everyone and you know even with like a young baby you can get them to come up you know with things for the young baby that they've done that's amazing and it ends up being quite a joke with parents like you go into houses and you see like mum and dad have put their own wells on like after a big night or something it's quite funny and it just it's just mum and dad survived the day but isn't that a wow that you survived the day you know like parenting looking after your children on a hangover or any day yeah. Yeah. that is something to celebrate so it's about what it does, it puts into your mindset as parents celebrating all those little wins because we often overlook those with children because we're so busy and going through our day and we're like, we need to do this, we need to get out, we do that. We never really stop to, actually, they're really little and they've achieved quite a lot today. Let's celebrate that. Yeah. So that's that's the point of the wow board and it just helps, you know, enforce good behaviour. Another good point of it is that if one of you works or maybe both of you work and you have someone who comes in and looks after them or whatever it is, you know, they're always there for you to talk to, talk through them at the end of the day. So, so they like, can talk, talk so they can to talk you through and it. say, mommy, look what I did yeah, today. Mommy, yeah. look what I did today. I did all of these wow things. And, and so it's just, it's a great thing for if you're working or, um, you know. You've missed parts of it and yeah, you want to be, exactly. yeah. be included. Be, yeah. yeah, that's such a nice yeah. idea. So say, um, obviously we say with a coat, we mm. use that, that as an example. Say, you know, they haven't taken to the wow moment mm-hmm. that day and they're having a full-on meltdown, which we've all had, haven't yeah. we? All mm-hmm. of us have seen mm-hmm. that. What do, what do you do? Because sometimes I will beg, please, please stop, please stop, or I'll tell him off, or sometimes I try and be nice. Sometimes I, just, I fake cry. Uh, yeah, I, go, I do that. You make it mommy really sad. Yeah. <laughs> what, What's the right thing? Yeah, what should we be doing? I the just thing don't is, know. There isn't really a right answer to this sort of situation. I think it all depends, like when we talk about managing expectations, we talk about managing yours and a child's expectations. So if they've woken up and you can, you know, when you feel it's one oh, of those God, days, yeah. the cloud is over let's just lower those expectations down for the day you know can you get your coat and put it on it's probably going to turn into a battle whereas if you got the coat and put it on for them it's not does that and make sort sense of making sure you're asking those kind of things so like would you like me to help you kind of providing the again a good opportunity for those um like options like so today would you like me to help you with your coat is that fun like i'll help you today yeah. i'll help you and then other days it's like so you, you're kind of Trying to gauge where your toddler is. Exactly. Or your yeah. three-year-old is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and that's kind of part of managing our expectations and part of, like, understanding that sometimes it's okay to help. I think yeah. we quite often we want them to get their shoes on, get their coat on, get this on, get that, you know, hat, scarf, whatever it is. And that's a lot of things that you're kind of getting your child to do 
and just expecting them to do it beautifully every single time. You know, there are some times where it's going to be a where they will do it. Yeah. And, and but if, but if it's got to the point where it's stratospheric, so I think a lot of parents will be going, "Can you can you help me in this? Like mm. you two, we're looking yeah. at you for help here because it's happening a lot in my house. And I'll just tell you what I'm doing, and you can tell me if there's something that you think mm. I okay. should be doing differently. Yeah. Yeah. So let's take Luna for example, where she's got this thing where she's just incessantly repeating stuff. It's like she wants my attention. She's saying stuff. I'm trying to have a conversation with Isla. She then screams out loud so that she's like ah! so that I then look at her because she's desperate for me to look at her and then when I say Luna will you just wait please I'm talking to Isla mm-hmm. she bursts into tears she then hits Isla or does something that's really naughty on purpose and I say to her if you do that again I'm going to put you down in your room because that's what we're trying to do is separate her she'll do it again where she'll hit Isla or she'll do something I have to take her down put her in the room shut the door she goes absolutely insane mm-hmm. and I only leave her in there for about 40 seconds it's not like it's four hours and then I go in she's I try and calm her down and then try and have a conversation with her and bring her back down she then apologizes to everybody but I feel that moment where I shut the door on her she hates it but I don't know what else I don't know where else to take her people say don't take them to their bedrooms that's supposed to be their safe place not a place to punish them so I just don't know and if she is completely having a meltdown and that's happened before I've got her to, I have to physically pick her up and say to her enough now and she's fighting and there's and physicality and I just put her in her room and shut the door and leave her okay so first off what I would do is in that kind of situation is because she's trying to make herself heard then everything after that is like a desperate how much more attention can I get in this in this situation so what I would do is for a couple of times, you get right down to her level, look at her, ask her, you know, hold her hands, get her to look in your eyes and just say, mummy hears that you want to tell me something, but mummy's having a conversation at the moment with somebody else. When I have finished that, I will hear what you have to say. I'm really looking forward to hearing what you have to say, but I need to finish this first. And then say to her, if you still feel like you want to stand here and wait, that's fine. Why don't you put your hand on my leg so that I know that you're there and that I'm that I remember that you've got something that you want to tell me and then I will get back to you. And then, you know, some for a while, what I would do is I'd I'd leave that time before you then listen to her to be really short. And then you can slowly start to extend extend that time and then just go thank you so much for waiting so say it's only like 30 seconds and it's or even five seconds even five seconds actually 30 seconds quite a long time yeah even if it's just five seconds and she's just quieting down for that five seconds then you can go right mommy's ready to listen to what you have to say and just slowly start to build that up more and more so that she's kind of breaking that cycle of i have to shout at you in order for you to give me all of that attention and Mm. actually it's it's sometimes such a powerful thing to say to a child is that I hear you. They I, just want I know to be that heard. you want me. They're desperate to be heard and then you can make that into a wow moment. You really pay, You really waited for mummy then. That's amazing. Well done. Like, let's put that on the wow board, you know, and like Rose says, you build it up and build it up. You are going to have those times when she just loses it and that happens. And if you choose to put her in her room for her to calm down or whatever, that is completely not wrong. She is your child. You parent how you want to parent. And there is no right or way answer to deal with a child when they're losing it and you're all flustered and stuff and you've got other children in the house and the shopping man is like <laughs> delivering something. Yep. It's all going on, you know. I've been there and you're literally moving, screaming children out the way because you've got someone coming in the house and stuff. And it's unfortunately, it's just life. But just don't let yourself feel guilty about that. 
And I also think it's important to understand like what's going on behind that screaming. So sometimes I think we can think that by making our children wait and listen to what we're saying to something else or whatever we kind of see that scream as oh my goodness maybe I'm ignoring them and yeah they don't felt yeah but actually what that is is just it's it's just frustration and I think we're quite scared of children getting angry because we feel because children will often you know they have such a huge reaction but that's the great thing about children is because their emotions are so up and down and they they have to learn how to rationalise their emotions because as adults, we've learned coping mechanisms for each of our emotions and, you know, how we deal with that. But a child, we've got to teach them how to do that. And yeah. I think sometimes mm-hmm. that's quite difficult to remember that they're just they're just angry and how they show us they're angry is by screaming and shouting. It's not necessarily something that you're doing wrong. Yeah, because I guess no one likes to wait, right? But yeah, we've no, all absolutely. learned that to we wait. have to wait, Yeah, right? So I guess it's... I guess is it just teaching them that they have to wait sometimes yeah and by doing that you just start off slowly yeah really get down to their level and I think sometimes it's you can interrupt your conversation that you're having with someone in order to tell your child that they have to wait but try and get it to try and get it before the point where they've started kind of getting really angry about it I think does that make sense yeah it just it's very tricky when you've got and I'm sure, again, parents that will be listening to this will agree with that. When you've got an older sibling like Isla, mm. who wants to tell me all about her holiday, who I've not seen for 10 days. Mm. Yeah. And Isla's trying to desperately tell me she went to Wadi, to the, you know, to the water park. And then we went here and we did. We went out on a banana boat and Luna's going, mummy, 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 mummy. And then I'm just like, shut up. Stop <laughs> saying mummy at yeah. me I can't cope with this yeah. my brain is going to explode yeah. I've already told you I'm talking to your sister and then Kit slamming something down on the yeah. on his behind yeah. like the whole thing feel I, I mean it's like you're being hacked it's like yeah. I felt like a computer being hacked mm-hmm. and then I and then I'm I shout at her and then I feel awful at the moment because I just feel like I'm completely failing you're not failing you're not failing I do exactly the same I said the other day on Instagram I told Axel my name wasn't mummy (laughs) my god (laughs) I was like my name isn't mummy it's Georgia and then he started calling me Georgia and then we went to the football (laughs) on Saturday and everyone was going daddy daddy and Axel was going James James I was like oh Oh, no no. (laughs) I think think in that instance you know like with Ilo and having an older one and she's desperate to tell you stuff like if it's really one of those things where you're like Jesus Christ my head's going to explode just say to Isla I really want to hear again everything you're telling me why don't you know I'm going to come back to you let me just do this and I know it feels like you're taking that time away be like Mm. but you know you can say I we can have some special time later and you can really tell me all about this or get Luna involved with that I think we had this you know as Rose is saying we like the managing the expectations we forget that there are going to be days when the children are like that and you're like that but we have this expectation that they have to be perfect all the time and they're just human like us they wake up in such a bad mood as well and it's trying Mm. to remember that and I know that's really difficult but also just knowing that she does she doesn't mean it and it's not going to go forever like you know what what do you always say I always forget the only constant in life is change I know (laughs) (laughs) you're so wise I love that (laughs) so I do a lot of reverse psychology right so I have this thing at the moment Axel loves school absolutely loves it but some days we get up and I go Axel right go and get dressed for school goes I don't want to go to school and I think but I know you do. This is so annoying. I haven't got time for you to tell me you don't want to go to school and us to sit and talk about why you want to go to school. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah. Axel, 
go and get ready, blah, blah, blah. And then he'll say, I don't want to go to school. Then I have to pretend to phone his teacher. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, hi, oh, so Axel doesn't want to go to school. And then I'll be like, oh, so if you don't go to school today, you can never go again. (laughs) (laughs) Georgia, that is good. I like that. And then he's like, well, no, I don't want to go. I don't care. And I'm like, okay, no worries. Then he'll be like, okay, yeah, I do want to go to school. So I have to like go through this whole process and I know what's going to happen he's going to turn around and want to go to school in 10 minutes but I have to go through that whole process if you don't go through that whole process and you just say or you just kind of ignore it and just say okay and then just carry on doing what you're doing does he then carry on saying it over and yeah. over again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he comes up to me and he goes, huh, I don't want to go to school. And then he and does you just carry on. And if you carried on just being like, okay. I go, okay, yeah, good for you. you won't <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you won't learn anything. You'll never be a fireman. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what? I, I I would just carry on. Just giving. Sorry, I'm just thinking, you know, fireman Sam had to go to school. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. Or like with letters and numbers. He's He pretends he doesn't know letters and numbers and then I get to school and his teacher will be like oh my god he's so good like he knows all his letters and I'm like no he doesn't and then she goes Axel show me and he goes I don't know it in front of me and I'm, I'm like, like yeah he treats you differently oh right yeah. and then I have to do that, that you'll never so be a policeman is that, is that you'll a never thing be a that they treat because I feel the same with Lou. I feel she treats me differently or she acts a certain way around me um, it, which is different to the way she acts around Dozza or yeah like you said grandparents or teachers or yeah. nursery school whatever it's really weird is that a thing it's yeah it's so, definitely so a thing. common and it's I feel so honestly hand on heart I feel the worst for, for parents about this because you know as a nanny looking after children what we both do and we both still nanny now the children are like angels for us and as soon as mum or dad come in the mix they turn into these other people and you just feel like gosh you know especially you know mums I grew you (laughs) I birthed you I did all these things and you're being the worst to me ever so it is completely Mm. normal but it's not personal but it's not personal it's It's an attention thing and they actually it's almost because they love you more I know that sounds like really backwards but it isn't personal and they love you more so they test and test and test you it's just a boundaries thing yeah it's a constant boundaries thing and I think um it's so hard because it feels so personal and and sometimes it can feel like oh maybe my child really doesn't like me and that's why they're behaving like that but it's actually the opposite sometimes that kind of behavior can just be a like how much can I get out of you like I'm if you've been away for example for and and then they come home and they you know they behave terrible you come home and they behave terribly and you think why did I come home but actually it's just because they're like oh you're back and I've got so many different emotions running through me and I'm not even sure where they go or what they mean and it is so hard and I'm really you know we do see it all the time that's try not to take it personally the being away thing, you know, when parents have been away or even just for one night, for them, that is a lifetime. And that's not to say you shouldn't go away because, God, everybody needs a yeah. break. And it's, you know, we all have lives. That is part and parcel of life. But like Rose said, when you come back, they have all these emotions and they don't, at this age, they don't know what they are. And it's, again, about teaching them emotions. They're just, it's actually excitement. It's upset. It's anger. I mean, I get it for the children I nanny for. You know, if I've had a couple of days off and I come back, they're like, hmm. Where have you been? I'm like, well, I don't live here. <laughs> I do have a life. Oh, with that guy again. My husband. Yes, yes. Yes, I was. <laughs> You're my amazing husband. Yeah. So it's so true, actually, because we, we had a little weekend in London at the weekend, just let our hair down and checked out of parenting, and it was brilliant. But when I went to pick up Luna and, and Kit on Sunday morning, 
the first thing Kit did was gave me this massive hug, a really big kiss. And as I picked him up, he just smacked me in the face really hard and laughed. And I thought... I like, had to fight the tears back. Firstly, because he really hurt me. But secondly, I thought, that's his way. It makes me feel really emotional thinking about it because it was like, that was his way of saying, like, how could you possibly have left me? That's what it felt. Like, yeah. it was like oozing out of him. And then I felt so guilty that I'd left him. So I thought, it was only like a sh- short, sharp smack, but it really meant something. I really felt that from him. Do they even have the capability of feeling those emotions at 18 months old? <laughs> Um, Sorry, <laughs> no, that's so ridiculous. Okay? I just feel really emotional at the moment. I feel no, like no, don't. I need therapy. Don't, uh, don't, <laughs> don't apologise. No, don't. Absolutely not. We feel like everyone feels like oh, this. Gosh. I usually like last week. I said to you, I was on, on the floor. I didn't know. I thought I was raising a monster. Mm. So. None of you are getting it wrong at all. Like we just want to say that to any parent out there. If you get up in the morning and you get out of bed you're doing the best job ever like there is no right or wrong way to parent and we say this all the time that again is that mix of emotion it's a mix between him not really he probably hasn't even really noticed he's been left in the nicest way like he had probably had a lovely time but it's also excitement to see you you know that age where they're just always hitting and doing things but again to you you are so excited that build up to go back to them mm. and see them you've mm. had a good break you're ready to go back so you just want to be like love 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 and they just don't give it to you. They mm. never give you what you want, children at this age. <laughs> and so it's really difficult. Um, and it's hard, again, not to take it personally because, you know, you love them unconditionally, but you just don't always feel like they do back. But they do. It is really isn't personal. Yeah, and I, I find as well sometimes, so I'll be like, oh, who do you want to put you to bed tonight? And I don't often put Axel to bed anymore because I'm usually with Gigi in the evening and my husband will put Axel to bed. And I'll be like, do you want mummy to put you to bed? And he's like, no. No. And then that really hurts because you think, mm. oh gosh, like you actually hate me now because I never put you to bed. It's, mm. th- it's little things like that. Or, no, I don't want you to come, mummy. Yeah. Or, no, nanny can't come. Just just mummy. Or I, th- That whole singling people out, I think. That's, yeah. a oh, really, wow. that's a really normal part of development, though. That's um, just them understanding, like how far you can push someone away and how quickly they'll come back again. It's like it's all part of that learning their boundaries and who they are and what the people around them. And they will often push really far away because they know that you're going to come back. And it's when they push and you don't come back that Mm. they're suddenly like, oh, hang on. Is that so? What should you do in that instance? Should should you be like, no, nanny is coming with us, or daddy is coming with us? Yeah, or just say, well, I would like daddy to come with us, and daddy's going to come with us, okay? Okay. Uh, Or nanny's coming with us, or I mean, the thing is with the bedtime and like you saying, would you like mummy to put? I guarantee you ask most children that question, they'll say no, yeah, (laughs) because (laughs) that. That's just them. I mean, it's not a personal thing. So sometimes when it comes to kind of things like that, even if you feel like um, you want to give them, you want to hear them be like, but I want you to come and put me to bed. Actually, sometimes like the impact of going, okay, mommy's going to do bedtime tonight. And if they say, no, I don't want you to do bedtime. I want daddy to do bedtime. You say, oh, well, daddy's busy. Mummy's yeah. doing bedtime yeah, today. Yeah, just shrug it off and almost not make it a big yeah, deal. Not yeah. make it a big deal because when they're met with that, they're like, oh, well. And they might they may push a bit more and they may push a bit more, but then eventually they're like, okay. Because it's not actually that they don't want you to do bedtime. It's just that they're thinking, well, well, I'll just 
I'm not even sure that they even know what they're thinking. Yeah. No, it's, yeah. it's just a, like, oh, can I control this situation? It all comes back to that a bit like that control, you know. It's just the... They're looking for those pockets to control stuff. They're looking for what they can test you on because, as Rose said, that, you know, they're finding their identity now. They they don't want everything controlled for them. So any pocket like that, yeah. that's why you often find at this age children will, you know, sometimes wet themselves because... On purpose. On purpose. Yeah. They will stop become fussy eaters food going to the toilet they can control things they can control they yeah. can control so it's about giving them those pockets with the clothes um another really good one is i know it's really strange but you know giving a child a rucksack to go out and take their own like nappy and wipes and like a toy or something they want to take out because they feel like they're in control of their possessions Luna loves that she's got yeah. her own rucksack she goes everywhere with it yeah, yeah. loves it yeah, it's amazing. It's giving them the, those bits of independence and control over things. And also, what's a massive thing at this age is warnings um, for change that's going to happen. So, I think if you kind of think about it like this, like you're doing something, and then suddenly someone comes into the room and is like, "Right, time to leave. Let's go. Put your coat on." And you're like, "Um, well, I'm actually doing something." That's kind of what we tend to do to children a little bit. Like they're in the middle yeah, of something, yeah. and then suddenly it's like we expect them to get up and go and put their shoes and coat on. So using those times to like be like five minutes, it's going to be time to tidy up, or it's going to be time to put on our shoes. I'm giving you a two minute warning. I'm now telling you that it is time. And if they then fight against that, you've got then the ability to say like we had our five minute warning, we had our two minute warning, and now it is time to do it. So that you've just given them that ability to kind of. And if like at the start, you need to start it with a timer so that then the physical timer goes off yeah. at five minutes, at two minutes, right? Okay, at the time good. that you want to go, yeah. just so that then it's not so much you saying it. Yeah, I do um, a timer before going in the bath. Yeah, so always we go Alexa five minutes, and then the Axel yeah. tries to do it as well now. Yeah, um, and he let, quite let. Yeah. Alexa, <laughs> um, and and he, yeah, he he takes quite well to that yeah. actually. Quite and likes those, it. And those those warnings of change are really really important because they they don't understand the concept of time yet. Right. And also their emotional brain does not understand the concept of time. So that's sometimes why you can find that like a situation um, can trigger an emotional reaction that you just think that's not relevant. Oh. But actually, what it is is yeah. it's just triggered an emotional reaction based on something else that they've experienced, you know, maybe that earlier on in the day. They don't understand the difference. None of our right brains, our emotional brain, understands the difference between um, they have no sense of time. So that's why sometimes we can have a, mm. an emotional reaction. But we are able to then control that mm. reaction by thinking, okay, you know, we've all, you know, cried and not been able to stop. <laughs> okay, maybe it's just me, but... <laughs> oh, no, 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 I do it, I do it weekly, don't worry. Yeah. Sobbing yeah. weekly. But that is why those reactions and that's again like coming back to the I just wanted to like come back to that um, the time when we were talking about um, Isla and Luna and part of like um, the when we were talking about about the attention exactly, the shouting and exactly yeah. yeah and and you can explain to your older sibling that the or the older child that that is what you're doing in those times yeah but then she says to me but you never give me i want to talk to yeah. you zozo and then she's like can't we just go back to the time and it was just me and you and daddy <laughs> <laughs> i'm like no we can't do that she'd be, be so nice to <laughs> be able to have conversation because isla's never really gone any through yeah. any yeah. she's never gone through any sort of real development uh, uh, behavioral problems like yeah. uh, and mm. i was talking to dozer about this in the car and i kind of want to come back to this because this is interesting with boundaries mm. that i feel like we are having to heavily heavily 
set boundaries with Luna. Mm. I never went through that with Isla. I never, we never had to discipline her. She always said yes to everything. Yeah. She did everything the first time. She would sit quietly and read. She never had any, ta- never had any tantrums. Not with us, anyway. I'm sure her mum will tell me mm. differently, but we just never experienced any of that. So the only experience I have with a three-year-old was one that just didn't push she didn't push me Luna I feel like I don't know but with Axel but she's this hotbed of emotion I feel like her emotional intelligence is way up yeah. here and that's often it because they're actually so emotionally intelligent yeah smart and actually but, with those boundary things we always like to think I mean first of all you've got to try and be on the same page with whoever you're parenting with but having like two house rules and these are not necessarily house rules that you print and put up for the children but you instill and we always use them which is first time listening so you listen when you're first spoken to um and the, always be kind always be kind because so, it overcompasses everything so yeah. you've got something you can always go back to first time listening that that does not happen that yeah. is not yeah. luna can you brush your teeth luna can you brush your teeth please luna can you do come here luna luna come here this is how it goes can you listen to mummy please can you're not listening you're not listening to mummy luna come here luna luna yeah and then i'm yelling at her and then she breaks and is in tears and goes stop shouting at me mummy and then i feel like i want to rip my heart out because i've broken her so how do i get to luna can you listen to me please and cut out all of that in the middle because at the moment i'm going through hell actually with it I think it's about instilling some of the stuff that we've talked about. And this is like, you know, more we, we can talk about. It's like using the the warnings of the timer, building her up to, like, we need to set her up to win. So if you said to her, um, Luna, can you brush your teeth? And she's like, you know, dancing around in the bathroom, but she's near the toothbrush. Oh, well done. You're near the toothbrush. I know that sounds a bit strange, but trying to build her up so that she's winning in a situation because... At this age, they I think they always feel like we're getting on at them when yeah. we're not really. So you want to set her up to win and feel like she's accomplishing it. So, oh, you're near the toothbrush. That's a wow. Let's celebrate that. Okay, Luna, could you go and get your toothbrush? And then like kind of keep building her up so that she, she believes she's in control again. And at the start, it's going to look like you shouting, Luna, come here, Luna, come here. But you will have those wins. It's just about coming up with a formula that works well for her. And that's different. And like you say, she's quite emotionally intelligent. So getting some of these emotion books that you can get out there, you know, she responded really well to the Princess Polly Potty book. Yeah. She loves stories. Mm. Let's use that. Yeah. Let's get some books about emotions and talking about things. Maybe make... Um, that's you a know, really good idea. And um, getting like a piece of paper and like cutting it up and doing like a, a daily routine for her where she draws the pictures. Oh, so at this time when mummy puts the timer on, you know, you're going to brush your teeth. So she's got some visual cues, you know, things like that. Yeah. Use the strengths, the things that she likes and let's harness that into getting her so she does what we want emotions book could be good yeah no that does sound really good and also like i like how you were saying about the time like not almost like a timetable mm. i know axel mm. loves structure mm. and likes to Does know he? what yeah he loves it he likes to know what he's doing at any given time yeah and if you throw it off he doesn't like it yeah so yeah that that would well, they be often really do useful. it in nursery don't they they yeah. have the timeline of the day yeah. now you're gonna have lunch and you're gonna have this exactly you can do your own at home like it's such a powerful tool or using um you know we we've just uh, done this for a family where we've made first next and then steps and we've made all these like kind of cue cards and so they pull them out so it's like first we're going to go to the toilet then we're going to brush our teeth so the children have got this visual cue in the bathroom of what they need to do and they can physically take them off so like first we're going to do this right we've done that put that down then we're going to brush our teeth great pop that we've done that so that they're physically like they're seeing what they've got to do they're doing what they've got to do and then they're 
they feel like you they've know, achieved there's something. There's a sticker. There, here's, a, here's a Peppa Pig sticker. Well done. You've done the first thing. Great. Just really building and building. And, you know, they need that. Like you say, the structure, the visual cues. You know, I work so much better when I know how my day's going to go. Yeah. Or, you know, someone gives me, well, not a sticker. But <laughs> <laughs> I'll give a you a sticker. Wine. Please, please, you know. <laughs> big glass of red wine. <laughs> yeah, but I would do a lot for a big glass of red wine. So, yeah, no, those sorts of things. And it's about, yeah, and the emotions books. You know, we've got some good recommendations that we can give you guys and you can... Um, share with people about let's them. put those at the end when we talk about our favorite yeah, products because yeah. yeah, i yeah. really need one because when i say just quickly because when i do say to luna <coughs> you're making mommy really sad now i was going to ask she about this. gets she that devastates her and then i feel really bad and then i tell her that i'm her best friend and she says she's my best friend and then we cuddle <laughs> and stuff but then does is like you're not her best friend stop saying to each other that you're each other's best friends and i was like i don't know we keep, we say it to each other I all the time the if i ever say to her you're making mummy angry or you're making mummy sad she really really stops what she's doing and listens to that so maybe that's really clever because right. what you're doing is actually putting it the focus back on her and you're teaching her about emotions there because you're saying actually I'm, mummy's just going to step away because you're mm. making me really frustrated and sad say it really calmly and just take yourself away for like 10 30 you know 30 seconds yep. whatever you need you can do this with any age of children do you know when you've got a screaming baby yep. and you've been up all night and you're tired just pop them down their moses basket you know they're safe step away from 10 seconds and be like i'm feeling really frustrated i'm just going to take myself away so you don't then get to their level they yeah. are looking for you to build up and get to their level you're looking after your emotions at the same time teaching them about their emotions because this is how you're feeling yeah yeah i was going to ask yeah. that should you tell them like if should should you know like you were saying about their mm. learning that their actions have consequences mm. should you show them those consequences so like we're saying like sometimes i pretend to cry yeah and then I think, oh gosh, should, should Axel think he's made me cry? No, I but think then I do think that we feel that we have to be these kind of like really big, strong adults for our children. But it is okay to say, whilst acknowledging how they're feeling, also getting them to acknowledge how you feel. Mm. So, like, sometimes it's okay to say, how do you think that made me feel? How do mm. you think that made mummy feel? How do yeah. you think? Because to me, you look sad because you're crying or you're. You know, whatever. Fake crying. Fake crying. You know, it's, <laughs> same, yeah. it's all the same. It's all the Or even if they're fake crying, it looks like you want my attention. Yeah. Or it's look like, it looks like you're trying to tell me something. I'm here waiting for you to tell me something. I'm ready when you want to tell me. So it's just... But also, it's okay to say, I, that's made me really sad. Mm. And what about shouting? Yeah, because shouting. this is something that I get rid of. So I'm not a shouter, right? I'm really not a shouter. I can't imagine I'm not a shouter. My, <laughs> I, mean, I, I can't even do a good shout. My husband is a shouter, right? Mm-hmm. So if he gets cross, he will shout. And Axel does listen, but I'm not from that environment. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't grow up in a house where we shouted at each other. I'm just not used to it at all. I don't like it. And I but then I see that, you know, Axel probably behaves better for him than he does for me. And I'm like, oh, maybe I should be more shouty. <sighs> I'm the but same, I just, yeah. I, I just don't know. I just don't know what, what you're supposed to do. Do you, are you, you shout? Do you have I'm shouting shouting at the moment. Yeah. All I do is shout. But that's because Dozza keeps saying to me, you need to be firmer. You need to be firmer. You need to set the boundaries. You're not being consistent. You're not being clear. And I feel not that he's having a go at me, mm. but he's trying to give me the tools to be firmer with her because I find it very hard to discipline her because she's right in here and she's me. And I, I can't, I just, it's like such a mind fuck. But like I do, I'm, at the moment, all I seem to be doing is yelling at her. That's why I feel so wretched, I think. Yeah. And I think it's not so much about raising your voice. It's about all of, discipline is all about changing the tone of your voice. And that has a massive impact on um, 
kind of has a big as big impact as shouting so if you don't feel comfortable shouting at your children that's totally fine you don't need to but what you can do is just lower that tone of your voice so that they really understand and you just say it a bit not sharper I know the lower tone of voice but sharper but just like stronger quicker. yeah stronger yeah but lower tone of voice so you say sort of when you don't more content behind it almost. yeah yeah so it's like no thank you rather than like no thank you yeah. you know can yeah. you see the difference so yeah. that that they know that the difference between that is and that so that you're always using a certain tone of voice when you really want them to listen to you so that they get to understand that that is your version of shouting if you like and i think as well it's important to be you know rose just said about you know the no thank you we need to remember to respect our children because we demand they respect us all the time and adding in things like that when they're being thing we like no thank you you're saying thank you at the end, showing that you're respecting them. Well, so what's that if, if they've hit you or yeah. they've, you know, like, spoken back to you or yeah. something? You'd be like, no, thank you. That is unkind. That's made me really upset. And so like, you're really, you know, changing your tone. Right. But you're still respecting them in the situation. You haven't belittled them because yeah. you wouldn't want them to, you know, you wouldn't expect them to no. do that. And it's really, you know, it's really difficult. And we do that a lot. So making sure that you're respecting them, taking yourself away. Again, though, there's going to be those instances where you do shout. It's fine. But it, there are also it's, times... It's okay. Don't beat yourself up about it. Please, please, please don't beat yourself up about it. I shout at my husband all the time. I mean, he's basically a child. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean that. Uh, <laughs> I, I actually went back into Luna's room last night because we'd had one of these like monumental moments at bedtime again. And it had gone... She she basically wanted me to get her, to get her dress for bed and I was having to do kit and then... Corin, Nana Corin was getting Luna ready and she'd been she like she knows her, she loves her, and she was going, I want mummy to get me ready, and I was going, Luna, let Nana get you ready, I'm gonna get Kit ready. Da, 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 da. And then it, it was just horrible what happened after that. It just escalated and escalated. And that's why I had such a, a mm. ba- breakdown on social media yesterday, because um it was just so upsetting. And when she was going to bed, I was cuddling her and she was going, You shouted at me, you've made me so sad, I'm really sad, and she was like really upset. And I left, I was like, No, no, and then I had to go back in and say to her it just made me feel so awful that i had got to that point Mm. and what came through yesterday on our instagram is that so many parents feel like this that they they're having all of these same issues Mm. and then going through the guilt afterwards because you're trying to build these little humans and you're trying to make them the best Mm. ever but at the same it's not in our nature to be shouty and like stop it and all this stuff it's like i don't want to speak like that i just i never speak like this to anyone else in my whole entire life yeah and i think what you did there by going back in again it comes back to this respect thing and that we are all humans if you just go back and be like mummy's really sorry yeah i shouldn't have shouted at that point but what was going on was this this and this you know adapt it for the age and all those things showing children that sometimes we get it wrong yeah it's again about teaching them about their emotions i mean we've had it so many times and we're professionals you know when we're like i was really upset i shouldn't have raised my voice i'm really really sorry that's unfair but da 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 you know Mm. like kind of putting it back and the fact that you went in and did that, that's mm. fine. That's part of life. She's going to have to apologise for things okay. that she that she didn't mean to do because it happens in the heat of a moment. Mm. But we're humans. We're emotional beings. These things happen. But knowing that you're putting in that respect and that structure, you know, is the best thing. It's, it's awful as it sounds. It's a learning thing, isn't it, really? Yeah. Are boys and girls different? Obviously, we've yeah, got, we, we've we got one of each. Yeah, we compare a lot, yeah. don't we? Like This is a little bit off topic and might be a bit of a bigger subject. But you know things like traditional boy characteristics Mm -hmm. like that we say like you know like being a bit more physical um being quite 
not I want to say boisterous boisterous but yeah like but Axel's very like I'm the leader I'm you know I'm this I'm that should there be things that you try to play down or because I I never know I'm like I don't want him to go around bossing everybody around when he goes to nursery (laughs) but then equally I don't want to tell him not to do that because actually leadership's a good quality to have so I'm like you know you know those sorts of things like like you say like Luna maybe is quite emotional you don't want to put that out of her because it's good to be like yeah it's like knowing what (laughs) how to get the best out of those things that they naturally have I think um, I think you're exactly right. I mean, obviously, you want to foster those things that are naturally there in them. Um, but I always do. So one of the ones that I look after, she um, she loves to um, like boss people about. And instead, I always say to her, like when we're in like a situation where people come over for play dates, and I hear her saying, you know, right, we're going to go and do this. I say, why don't you say, would you like to do this? Mm. This is what I would like to do. Would you like to join me? So that it's just that, that you're not telling them that what they're saying and what they want to do is not okay, but that they they have to understand that not everybody might want to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that when they go to school and, you know, quite often that we'll get that, you know, she'll say, oh, I want to play this game and nobody else wanted to play it with me. And I say, oh, well, what, what would you do? What should you do in that situation? What could you do in that situation? She said, well, well, I played for a bit on my own and then I asked if anybody else wanted to do something else instead and and i think it's just those are really important things yeah well done rose (laughs) she's very good she's She's so good good. (laughs) and it's it's you know and actually the the bossy thing is um one of the girls i look after also um quite similar um but the bossy thing is a need to be liked right they try and control everything because they're just desperate to be liked i know and the thing is, they are liked. They're just children. It's just about like giving the giving them that language to use in a situation instead of being like, right, we're doing this. Like Rose says, like yeah. giving the little girl that she looks after the language to be able to deal with that situation. Because we hear it and we go, oh, right. Yeah. And, it's, and sometimes it can be a little bit embarrassing, and you think, oh gosh. Don't say that. People yeah, might not want bossy. to be your friend, but it's actually not that. It's just that they're like, come on, I've got such a good idea. Let's do it. Yeah. So just helping them to be like, this is how you can get your mm. ideas across yeah. without telling people. And what the emotional thing is more that comes from like a real caring side. Yeah. You know, like put it back onto, you know, like if she's got dollies and babies, like use those sorts of things. It actually means she's quite empathetic she and really loving. Is. Yeah. She just has such a big heart. Yeah. Um, that she's just not sure what to do at the moment with it all which is such a lovely thing you know they're both going to be amazing adults it's just about helping them foster those um you know that they're ta- they are talents really i mean some adults i know are just awful human beings don't feel know? anything don't yeah, feel exactly. anything so, yeah. do you know what i mean like can, it's great can we talk about sharing because sharing is, yeah. is oh another thing in the house that um <laughs> oh. can go from being just a minute thing to like stratospheric emotions and shouting and everything in the house so um someone tried to tell me once that it's exactly the same as if somebody tried to use your new iphone yes yeah who told us that i'm not going to say who it was but it was an interesting way of looking at it yeah i was like i'm not sure because i feel like that might is theft so i probably try and chase (laughs) after them and go give me my iphone back but can do they know how to share inherently and how can you encourage children to share I definitely don't think they know how to share because, I mean, everything up until that point, a a child believes that the world revolves around them and that's kind of like down to a survival thing. Just like they don't believe that, they don't know that they're separate from you, they they think the whole world revolves around them. So um, teaching them to share can be 
a really difficult thing but you can actually start it quite young but by just like if they're a baby when they're a baby just asking them say one two three i'm going to take that and you take it and then you count to three and then you give it back to them but if you've gotten past that point where they're you know not a baby and all of that kind of stuff then i think it kind of comes down to exactly sort of all the things that we've been talking about before with the like timer say one person one of your you're on a play day what we actually tend to do what we tend to suggest is that if you have people coming over to your house and your child has certain toys that they are their absolute favourite, what I sen- tend to say to them is, do you want to share those toys? And if they say no, then I say, well, let's put them in a special box. We'll pop them somewhere away. And then we, you can't play with those toys when our friends are here but then also no one else can. Yes. Yeah. So that you've got so that you're respecting that they have some certain things that they're favorite things and perhaps mm-hmm. we put those in our special box which is just ours, but that also means that we can't play with them when other people are there. Um and it kind of works the same with kind of like siblings as well, having like a box of toys maybe that each of them have chosen or that they've got for like a their birthday and say for like a couple of months afterwards that toy lives in that box and if they'd like to play with it then they have like a special place like you know we play with that toy on the table or we should children have their own toys sorry to sorry to cut because we have a rule in our house that there no toys are no toys are one person's Mm, toys so mm. everybody can play with them but that means that they don't have their own things Mm. and we go everyone shares in this house if you can't share it we take it away and we take it away and it's interesting like do, um, and you know that is that is great and actually I think children should share loads of toys but having something special because it's like as adults you know there's certain things I am not going to share with people because they're mine <laughs> but you know what I mean and actually yeah. we need to put that back onto the children so this idea of like a special box or a special thing where they have like five things often it's a comforter yeah. never make children share their comforters no. you know all their special things or it could be and that toy can change you know I remember the girls I only thought when it was their dollies and that they had one each and they didn't have to share them but right. when people came over like Ray said we would put it away if they didn't want to play and stuff so it's about use, having that kind of method using the timer yeah. those sorts of things yeah. lots of high praise again um, but some people just aren't very good sharers I mean Rose herself is actually a twin <laughs> and I'm pretty sure she doesn't like to share anything <laughs> Rubbish. I am the best share in the world. I am, I'm, I'm actually quite upset about that. I am really good at sharing. It's actually me. It's me. It's I you. Yeah, it's sharing. That was a classic case uh, of deflection so there. Yeah. You're not the sharer. Um, can I ask about biting? Go for it. Go Just for quickly, it. Um, Kit, uh, did Axel, I don't know if Axel ever went through this, he Kit's didn't, just started to bite. But we've, they warned us at school when he joined that some kids were, some kids have uh, like bite and I'd never really thought about it before. What so, does it mean? Yeah, what does it mean? It's, it's a frustration thing again. Often it can be because they don't have the words to express themselves properly and so they go to a, like a physical, you know, show of, of what they're trying to say so it's like a I'm so frustrated I it's kind of the same as hitting it's the same almost as like snatching they don't have the ability or they don't have the words yet to say please can I play with that toy because that's a really long thing to say and yeah. they can't because they're 18 months yeah, yeah. exactly so <laughs> it comes out in the form of biting it, comes out, it can come out in the form of biting which is just, just a, a bit more like taboo but it is Rose has just made the best point it's exactly the same as hitting and snatching and all those things but it just it seems more aggressive because they're using their teeth and also it's a curiosity thing yes sometimes it can be it, yeah. they're like they're curious about things we use our senses to learn about everything it's just you know 
taste touch mm, <laughs> using yeah. your mouth it's it, it's one of those things as well sorry just one more thing on like the hitting biting yeah. sort of thing so a scenario say you're in soft play and your child hits or bites another child mm-hmm. what do you do like what do you do because i i don't know like do you go over and shout them tell them off do you not make a big deal out of it because they want attention this you hear so many different so many conflicting yeah conflicting yeah, yeah. Like, what is right i, I just think don't it's that well what we would do and you know what you should do as a parent are kind of maybe different things it's all about knowing how you're going to parent in terms of like understanding what your morals and your values are so if you want your child to be a well-mannered person you know for me when I have a child I want them to be like really polite and courteous I'm sure we all do so I would take them away get them to apologize I wouldn't necessarily tell them they have to sit out for five ten minutes but the apology thing I think is quite important understanding they've done something wrong but I wouldn't shame and shout them yeah. Because sometimes that makes it worse. And I also think sometimes we're shaming and shouting at them because we feel embarrassed by yes. what they've yes. done. Exactly. As opposed to actually, you know, and I think you can explain to the other parent, like, look, I'm really sorry. This is just maybe a phase that we're going through or something. Mm. And and then you get them to apologise. But actually, you know, you can't, you can't sort of punish them forever for hitting someone, even because of how we it makes us feel inside yeah. about yeah. that our child has hit. But I think it's like trying to move away from that kind of worry that oh my goodness my child is hit so that makes them a nasty person because it's not that yeah because sometimes you like say the other parent is like a mm. little bit away watching watching on you want them to know no, that you're doing something, something. something. yeah of you drag yeah. them out of the soft plate exactly. right in front of them just wagging the finger not actually saying anything yeah. be like i'll give you a snack in a minute <laughs> <laughs> you play along <laughs> <laughs> should you um just just two more things that i want to before it. we get into your products should you threaten to take something oh away gosh, or put them somewhere if they carry on doing something scenario if you carry on doing that or if you do that one more time you are going straight down to your room or i'm going to take Alfie away from you if you uh, make a threat you have to go through with it right so think about your, what you're doing if you're about to get out of the house and you just sent them to the room don't do that <laughs> but like if you're going to do so if you're going to threaten something you must follow through because they will then know if you don't and they'll play on that okay but there's no again i don't think there's any right there's some there's some scenarios where actually you do need to confiscate something or they do need to sit somewhere i also think it depends on your child so there are some children that really really need to be taken out of a stressful situation and have that time to calm down yep so it's not necessarily about banning them to a certain place it could be like we call it a calming down spot and it can be anywhere and it's such a great thing because it's not a punishment. Okay. What it is is that I can see that this situation is really overwhelming for you and perhaps you've done some things that, you know, I don't want you to do. Yep. So let's go over. And quite often it's quite nice for that place to be a place that you s- stay with them for a bit. Yeah. Some children, you know, hate to be... Um, around other people when they're feeling really angry and sometimes it just takes you to just walk away and just be like I'm here I love you but I can see that you're really angry I'll come back you can either say I'm ready or you can come I'll come back and see if you know when you've calmed down Mm. and sometimes it feels really stressful to leave them it does feel it feels like stress me out just the thought of leaving them then yeah Yeah. (laughs) don't leave them if you don't want to yeah you know but but some children give it a go you can always give it a go for one time and think well maybe that didn't work but some children find having another adult there or having Crowding something there something, they yeah. find that escalates them more yes so, so you just have to play it by ear okay. you know? and I, I think 
you know, with Luna, what you're saying about, you know, when she gets really emotional in those situations and like when you've got lots of people or you're a soft player at a party, another really great thing to do, um, especially with like an emotional child is be like, so, oh, mummy's here with you today. I'm your safe person. If you feel like you're going to get really upset about something or you're stressed or you're just a bit worried, you come and find me and like you look them right in the eye and be like, I'm your safe person. I'm watching you and I'm here for you. So like letting them know they're being heard that you're there because some children need that other children don't really care but some people just need to know that you're there yeah she, she wants me to watch her yeah. all the time mummy are you watching me mummy watch me are you make am i making you proud it's this constant oh. yeah oh god that's no. so lovely but when then she... something like the wow board will be amazing for her that. i need to You've get better this. at it no, no. i just woke you're, you're up already the morning amazing. and thought i can't I don't know how to parent anymore. You know, have you ever got to no, that point I, where I, I, you I just get it. hit a wall? Because of all of the different conflicting mm. bits of information you get given and you just don't know what one's mm. right and you don't, like, I con- I'm constantly thinking about my actions mm. and what consequences they have on Axel. Mm. Totally. And then, it, yeah, I, I, comp- I yeah. But it's Your head just changing. gets in a complete muddle because you just don't know what you're supposed to be doing. No, and then yeah. when they're getting up, so she's got into, just quickly before we wrap this up, she's got into this habit of waking up up and coming in to us at various points throughout the night mummy there's a spider and then I'm like there's no spider and then I'm like let's go back to bed it's night time and then she starts screaming and then she wakes Kit up and then mm-hmm. Isla's stirring I can't sleep in the same room as Luna anymore and she's coming back in and out back in and out and it's like I'm not even getting that much rest mm-hmm. because of the, I feel like she's a bit anxious about stuff yeah, is she maybe, feeling like I'm no I don't think it's that I think sometimes as well like you know everybody's family situation is different she has an older sister who comes and goes comes and goes mm-hmm. a younger brother she's at that age she's just trying to find her place Yeah, and it's up to us to help her find her place and it's not that she hasn't found it and it's not that anybody's done anything wrong at all. We just need to help guide her because she's an emotional little being who's got a lot of love. It's actually, she's got a lot of love mm. and she just loves her mummy. That is literally all it is. So we just need to help guide her with that. You're doing I, an amazing I feel, job. I, I can feel really. that you're blaming yourself. Stop Please it. Don't. Don't. Please don't. It's not oh. your fault. It's just difficult, oh, isn't it? To know what's right. And like, it's really That's why hard. you do this podcast to help yeah. all those people. Do you know what I mean? Like, it is difficult. You're, no one is getting it wrong. There is no, you know, we're just about to, we were like writing something the other day and I Googled what parenting is. And it says, <laughs> the activity of bringing up a child. Google <laughs> label it as an activity, guys. So it means something different to everyone. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so on that note. <laughs> oh, we love you guys. We do. Thank you so much. Um, but before you leave, um, we always ask our guests to give us their five favourite products to do with the subject that we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. So today, because we've been talking about behaviour and um, toddler tantrums, three nagers, um, what would be your five favourite products for helping to cope with those times? They're kind of like a mix of some, so definitely a wow board, some yeah. sort of wow yes, board. Yes, I'm going to um, do that. Yeah, and we can show you how, and if anybody wants to know more, they can get in contact with us. Um, the Osborne Children's um, All About Emotions book. Yeah, and there are some other ones on, um, just type into Amazon about the emotions book, but the Osborne one is absolutely fantastic. Okay, okay I'm going to get that right now. Yeah, really that sounds that one. good. Um, a timer. A, some kind of timer. Like a sand timer. Oh, yeah. Anything sand like that. We love a sand timer. Um, sometimes, sometimes they sit in front of it. And watch I'm it. Just <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, oh, it's like watching just paint sit dry. There and watch the sand granules yeah. disappear. Yeah, and um, maybe something, especially with like siblings and that. You know, the the as Rose was saying, the like individual toys, like one or two or three. We're not saying like take it 
like crazy but giving them a special bag um, yeah, or a special a box rucksack. you know a child's rucksack so they can have that independence um, and totally off topic at all but it's just our favourite child's product is um, Lucas Paul Paul Cream it's great for nappy rash for everything <laughs> for anything <laughs> no, to do good. with children yeah. it's like one of the best things ever, ever. so yeah, and I especially with it. the dry season please all have it in your nappy bag it's amazing yeah thank, <laughs> you. thank you and you can put it on your own lips too yeah, yeah. <laughs> really enjoyed that um, thanks so Chris much. Rose thank you so much I feel like we could have chatted to you all day but sadly it's time to say au revoir come back we will we will <laughs> <laughs> there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. That's greenlight.com ACAST. emotional oh that was such a good chat wasn't it brilliant yeah i feel like that is something that every parent should listen to because sometimes you need someone else to tell you that all those things are okay that you're doing but also guide you into the right direction as well yeah and also to say that they're all completely normal because when you're going through those real heightened emotions with your toddlers and with your with your little people you think you're the only ones that are going through it because they don't tend to happen where anyone else can see them or at least they can yeah. see them but they might not be able to actually see them yeah exactly. so you feel like they, you feel like you're the only one like you know isolated and freaked out and unhappy and you know and actually chatting to those two today just made me realize that everybody goes through it and it's normal yeah exactly and i will definitely be doing a wow board because i think that is such a lovely idea to celebrate all of the little achievements throughout the day i absolutely love it and when you come dressed in an amazing <laughs> outfit i'm gonna go that's a wow yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gonna become wow moments <laughs> uh, listen we're not gonna do products today because they're the experts i feel like they've given us you know five really fantastic products to look out for so yeah, yeah absolutely. we haven't got a fucking clue what we're doing anyway so we'll leave it to them shall we um but as always you can rate review and subscribe to the podcast and of course if you do go there please 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 give us a little five star 
yes please and um, Georgia fell asleep there <laughs> yeah, for a second I did um, and if you want to get in touch with us um, we're at Made by Mummers on Instagram or on Zoe's personal account at Zoe Hardman and we are going to be back next week with more parenting chat we'll see you then have a good one ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me Kiki Palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. This is Roundabout Season 2, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. (laughs) (laughs) You will be right. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. (laughs) This was like wilderness. A lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, (laughs) you, you were different. Like you were real different, bro. I can't really put my finger on it. And so much more. Just goes to show that unexpected things sometimes are the best when it comes to a road trip. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now with new episodes rolling out every Thursday. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.